I'm going to go into this episode with no fear because I know we have you to do the editing and make us sound not that shitty. That's the new slogan of the podcast. It's not that shitty. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Anything I can do it really to make is, though, it's not that, that shitty. shitty. Yeah. Our worst episodes are better than most people's podcasts. I'm, I'm confident saying that. I love how you actually put how the hell are you on the agenda. Like we're going to forget <laughs> it. <laughs> Welcome back, podcast listeners, for episode number uh, 15. (laughs) It's 14. It's 14, dude. Come on. It's your book. <laughs> He's a, you're always insulting yeah. people's intelligence for not getting the the numbering convention down. And look at you now. Keep going, baby. We've got the whole crew back for this episode. We've got myself, Nafis, Charlie, and Gary in the mix. What's going on, everyone? What's up, y'all? Very good. In today's episode, we're going to jump into the general trending tech and then jump into some new news from Apple. They had a new event where they discussed some new hardware. Uh, if you follow Apple, then you already know what it is. If you don't, then you know this will be some news for you. Do you know what it is, Gary? Uh, I do not know what it is. I'm interested to hear what it is. Yeah, so Gary doesn't know what it is. I already Perfect. know what it is. Nafis already knows what it is. But Nafis, how the hell are you, my man? Charlie, I, I've got to say I had a fantastic weekend. Uh, I went out of town to Tampa. But I've got to say, even though I had a great time, um, I was subtly jealous the whole weekend watching yourself, Gary, and anonymous listener number one, uh, seeming like you guys had just a total blast the whole day. You guys are at cigar bars doing cycle bar, all the bars, eating tacos, getting <laughs> drunk. I we, we did hit all the bars. You're right. Uh, we were sitting in the car as well, hitting some more bars. Uh, anonymous listener number one oh, loves nice. the DJ. But yeah, we, were, we, we had a great time. We would have loved if you were there. You had a great time on your little trip to Tampa too. You know, there's a, like a jealousy off on Instagram probably with all the stories and content and group texts that were going out there. But uh you know, we'll we'll try to link up all all four of us, four plus the rest of the crew as well. Uh, I guess that's in. It's well, I guess it's gonna be too upset because we've had this like weird rotation where you know one of us is always missing. Um, exactly. So Charlie, you've been the constant, so I'm hoping that we kick you out of the groups. Uh, well, and anonymous soon. listener number one is the other constant. So oh, next yeah, week we right. have to hang out um, without one of them. You know, maybe the three of us or something like that. It seems like it'll be the three of us next. I mean, it's the natural progression of things. And then, Charlie, you're going to have to be excluded after that. Sorry. And then maybe we can do all four. Yeah, then maybe. The funny thing is, is like when I when I saw these snaps too, what it brought me back to is um, the time we actually first met. Um, which was very impromptu, I think, scheduled. I I don't really remember how it all started, Charlie, but you came into like my office and you're like you want to go to the wharf this Friday? And I was like, uh, not dude, really, but like you can maybe convince me into it. Yes. Yeah, so you're talking about the first time you and Gary met. And this yes. was, uh, yeah. So I guess this, I was such an asshole this night. So yeah, me too. I, didn't, me too. And I didn't intend to be an asshole. 
So the situation, this is before the podcast Same. was even formed. Um, there was a young lady I was interested in. Me too. Uh, we've been on a couple dates at, <laughs> a couple <laughs> dates at this point. Yeah, Nop is also interested. Uh, we've been on a couple dates. Things were going well at the point at that point. And uh, she said to me very last minute, she was just like, hey, like some friends and I were going to, in Fort Lauderdale, this thing called The Wharf. It's like this outdoor bar area. Every one of their mom goes there. And so it's like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to bring some friends there. Like, you should show up with some friends or whatever. So I'm like, no, office. Like, you know, how do you feel about going to Dwarf tonight? He's like, I don't feel great about that. I don't want to don't do that. Good. And I'm like, could you help your boy out? You know, got to bring some <laughs> friends. You know what I'm saying? Gary's in, which is the great. Moment, the moment you did tell me Gary was in, I was like, fuck yeah, yeah I'm in. Like, no doubts about it. Yeah. Like, for sure. Because you guys hadn't met at that point. But yeah. like, you knew each other. You talked to each other. You hadn't met. Yeah. Um, so then... uh I, I text, I think we had like two or three other friends that were also down. Uh, and they all just didn't show at the last minute, which was fine. So we had our, our crew, really just the podcast crew here. And Gary's wife. And Gary's, yes, Gary's wife. Uh, then uh, I think we, we hung out at my house for a little bit before we Ubered over. We played some Jackbox Party Pack. We, I think oh, yeah, we, we, we had a lot of different alcohol that night. Yeah, we, we, a, we started off christening the night with this bottle of champagne that you got when you moved into your apartment like eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it was good. We drank I couldn't it. tell. We drank it was home. still bubbling. Yeah. Uh, it was good, yeah. We popped no it complaints. off, baby. So we did that. Um, there was probably like some seltzers involved before. It, and so then the four of us Uber over to this place in Fort Lauderdale. The Uber ride over was very smooth. I, I do remember one thing from this Uber, oh, actually. Me too. I just <laughs> So uh, the Uber driver. So at this point, you know, we're we're definitely a little lively. We're not belligerent or anything. Uh, but he's he's telling us how much he loves like certain types of music and stuff and like you know we're we're requesting just dumb songs and like I think we had like there was some type of integration with the songs we could play, um, and, and he's telling us about songs he enjoys. Uh, he I think he was either Colombian or Peruvian, and he was uh, exchanging things with Gary's wife, who's Peruvian. He's telling us like how to get to his favorite songs. Like and he has like a, one of those touchscreen like. You know, he has like a touchscreen display in his car, but instead of like going to Spotify or yeah, like I didn't even understand some type it. of app, he had like almost like if you had a USB drive like plugged into your like car, he had a bunch of photos in a library, like in a folder, and he starts scrolling through them on his car touchscreen. What this dude would do is he would play a song. And like the the audio player in the car would like show the song title of the artist, and he would take a photo of it with, with I think his phone. Wait, no, is and, it? I thought it was like I thought he was like screenshotting somehow with the dashboard. Maybe you're I, right. I don't think you can screenshot with the with the car. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. I was baffled. I was like, he was, he was like manually yeah, these, like putting the cover would, art of the album on the no, screen. No, not even that smart. No, it was yeah. just like it was just like he would play a song and then he would take a picture with his phone of like the song title played in his car when he liked it. And that's how he would remember it. Actually, yeah, yeah. that does ring a bell. Yeah, that's yeah. a repository yeah. of just images of yeah. the songs. And, and he, starts, on his he starts going through all all these songs are really like what is this and he, he's like oh i take a picture every time i like a song and like i think the office and i were both going crazy it's really like, not so inefficient what? but like there's nothing what is this? Do. <laughs> what is like, this just, take, just take us to the wharf my man like don't tell us all my man i've got a podcast recommendation for you you need to learn some things 
That's right. The podcast wasn't even formed at that point, but we could have said that. <laughs> yeah, I think Charlie and I started kind of recording then, but like we were, we were, we were starting to dabble and kind of refine things. Uh, but, you know, we get to the wharf. Yeah. Start off hot. Green tea shots. Didn't really know what to get, but I just knew that we couldn't start with tequila because Gary's wife doesn't like that. So I was like, green tea shots, safe for everyone. Everyone. I believe mojitos were involved at that point as before, after, during, or all three. You had a mojito. I don't like mojitos. They give me like hangovers like immediately. They're just too sweet. I don't know how that happens, but Mm. not my my drink of taste. I think I maybe had a Moscow mule. Who knows? Can't really remember too much. Great mix. Great. Okay. At this point, I'm drinking all the alcohols. I think we played some ping pong. I think you guys were having a blast with that. I think there was this drunk guy who really came up and was like really challenging Gary to a match and was like, yo, yo, we, we can do this. And I can't tell <laughs> if he was actually good or like he was just like way too drunk and should not have been. He was definitely way too game. drunk. Yeah. yeah, he was definitely. I, I don't remember this guy at all. I, was I? Oh, I think that was around the time this. that your um, love interest at the time and her friends showed up, so you were probably that would preoccupied. Make sense. Yeah, so, yes. Okay, very good. <laughs> On that note, so I, I, that's right. When she got there, you know, I go, I say hi to her friends. I start introducing you guys. They're going to get drinks. So I think I went back, like while they did that, then like the groups formed together later on. I had a round of shots. I think some more green tea shots we're, were in the we're mix. We're really scanning a picture right now. This is yeah. We're really getting it. I feel like I'm there, even though I was yeah. actually there. I feel like yeah, where it was just like yesterday. Yeah. So I I remember you're right. I bought shots for her to all her friends, which in hindsight, like I you know I don't know why I was just I was feeling it at that point. I was like whatever, I'm gonna do that. So I bought I think more green tea shots for everyone. More good to go. Why not? Let's do it. Our groups are combined then, and we're in this area where we're near like a bunch of tables, but you can't sit there unless you reserve them in the office. I think this was kind of the part uh, you were spreading. Yes. So this is the part where I'm uh, I'm the asshole. I don't know what had gotten over me. So I think I this really was think the you asshole. You just got overexcited. So I got overexcited. Um, yeah, he had good intents, but you know, I, I've had a few drinks. I don't know why this happened. I think overall the vibe was I just wanted to make Charlie look like the coolest dude at the wharf. Charlie is the king of the wharf. Oh, He's got to look. I don't want to be. He the king of the wharf is not a title I'm after, by the way. I just want to clarify. Uh, this is the title I have uh, deemed for Charlie, of course. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to make him look cool for whatever reason. You know, I ask him if he wants a table. You know, he's like, yeah, sure, I guess, you know, which I think in hindsight, I realized like, yeah, he was like unsure of that. But I thought that was like an affirmation. Like, yeah, I would love a table at the war. <laughs> so very quickly after that, I'm sitting here coordinating. I'm talking to the lady with bottle service. I'm talking to Gary, trying to figure out what's the most economical route to get the most number of drinks, whether we get bottles or trying to get, um, you know, single drinks, which if you're listening to this, um, and you've gotten a table before, then you're clearly getting that I have never gotten a table before because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to order drinks slash try to get a bottle. But what, what I learned is at first, you know, once me and Gary did the math, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, for the cost of a bottle versus the cost of drinks, <laughs> it's much more economical to just get single drinks and we can get like a bajillion drinks. And then, you know, worst case, maybe give them out or something if we we don't drink this much for like the 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 table minimum. But uh, that's not how that shit works. So real quickly, Davis, I'm going to give my side of that story while you're oh, doing yes. all of yes. this, trying to figure it out, which was 
wow, novice really wants to get a table. I guess I'm down for that. I turned to the girl, their friends, do you want it? They're all like, I don't know. Like, uh, like no one really wanted it. And then you said it again. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess we'll get a table. Sure, we're getting a table. That, that, so that's, while all that was happening, that was my side. <laughs> that That's what happened. And I yeah. think I was really actually really encourageable as well because I was probably <laughs> quite a few drinks deep at this point. And I was like, hey, novice, a table actually does sound like a good idea. <laughs> I, it, you know, just maybe having a place to sit, you know, and I just oh, having a place to once- sit is the be- that's the biggest benefit, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally worth four hundred minimum dollars. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking bottle comes out, and I that's when I immediately realize I've had like five or six drinks, and I'm like, what the hell have I done? Like, what what have I done? None of us need more alcohol at this stage. Yeah, well, this transitions to where I become the asshole. So I think we got, what, some Casa Amigos bottles, or we had one at that point, which we were able to collectively have. I I think we hung out for a while. It was a good time. And then I was going to the restroom, uh, and I think the young lady and her friends were also, like, heading to the, like, restroom area also. I wasn't really sure like what was going on. I think I had a, quite a few drinks other than I knew I needed to go to the restroom. But I, I think like, I, I think I, I started talking to you, Novice, like, I'm not sure what's going on. Like, can you handle what's going on at the table? And like, yeah, that's like about exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. So after that, next thing I know, like we tried going to other places in Fort Lauderdale, like some people in this group, like needed to go home. There was like, some weird dude and some other girl like had some riff. Like I, I have no I idea. I remember this weird dude, this yeah, older, this older named, gentleman. Some, some guy named Joey. <laughs> Joey wasn't even like supposed to, I don't know this Joey. The reason dude. why I remember this is like my cousin had shown up who lives like, you know, out of town in Dallas yeah. and she was at the wharf and she was like, who's this 40 year old man or something like that. Oh yeah. That dude was like actually 26 and he looked 40. Yeah. So really he was 26. Yeah. Wow. Something like that. I didn't yeah, know that shit. until now. That is- yeah. Shout- Shout out to Joey if you're listening. And okay, your that is Joey shocking. And you remember any of this? Uh, I'm, I apologize, but not really. But anyways, so uh, next thing I know, I'm in a car with you know the girl and her friends. You know, it's, you got whisked getting, away. I got yes from you guys. It's so you guys are just like on your own. I'm the reason you guys came out to support your boy, have a good time, like you know, meet people. You know, it, nope, just completely, uh, completely left. Uh, and, and I didn't know that would happen. So it logistically, it made no sense. We were driving like 40 minutes north. I live like southwest. Like, like it made no sense. But I did make it back home. But in the meantime, I know you guys had your own difficulties. Yeah. So, so I, I remember this chart. I just remember distinctly, Charlie. Like, I don't know if you knew you were going to the bathroom or if you were going to fully leave. But I think you had some sort of idea that that was happening. You were kind of like, I don't know what's happening, but like. Yeah, I think we're leaving. I, I think we're going somewhere else. And then you just asked me if you could handle it. And like, you know, we would you, you know, Novice, we'd link up please later. Please keep the table under control, please. <laughs> I was like, yeah, can don't you worry. handle drinking all this alcohol without me? Thank you. I was like, Charlie, don't worry. I'll be the king of the table in your stead. Don't worry. <laughs> the king of the wharf. <laughs> I will become the king of the wharf. Actually, it was Gary who was the king of the wharf. Um, I don't and- think so. I think it was my wife who was the king of the wharf. The queen, queen of the um, yeah. So, uh, so once Charlie left, also like, it, just to kind of recap, there, um, Gary and I have just met for the first time this evening. So now it's just me, Gary, and his wife uh, with another second bottle that's essentially completely full uh, at this table. And at this point, um, 
the like uh, the woman who is like you know providing bottle service and whatnot. She comes to us and she sees that our table has just basically cleared out and we had a lot more people there at one point. And she just felt bad and she was asking me like, "Hey, like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to get like she, you know, she's trying to work the table and stuff, but she like felt bad and she's like, "Do you want me to go get you more? Like, do you want me to get you women? I can bring ladies to this table." <laughs> <laughs> I still I wish you had taken her up on that because I was. I wonder what would have happened. Like, what? Who would she have brought? Who, who would she procure? I mean, is I this... don't know. But she was ready to procure women, and I was just like, you know, at this point, I'm tired. <laughs> There's a bottle. We've had so much alcohol. I'm looking at Gary. Me and Gary, I think, just had a heart to heart. So we were at this point close, and we we're like, all right, no, like I'm. Let's, you, you can keep your ladies. Please keep your ladies, and you know, we'll figure this out. Uh, and then at that point, this is, I think, the f- funniest part of the night for me is where uh, Gary's wife is then pouring shots and trying to give them out to just like strangers. And people were just rejecting her. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if people rejecting me uh, trying to give out, you know, shots like, you know, some strange just, you know, male just like, you know, giving shots away to people like, yeah, no, dude, I don't want your alcohol. But, you know, this a shorter young lady, just, you know, cute girl just giving away free alcohol. No, people were just like very much it was like tough. Yeah. Yeah. She, she had maybe like what, like a 5% success rate before we were able to finally like find yeah. a group of people that basically like downed all downed the, the ball. All the, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. We found the right group. They downed it. But that was surprising though. It was like a the social experiment that I didn't expect to have yeah. that night. But that it was, was interesting. Very strange results. And then um, that's when we took our Uber. Um, you know, we kind of, you know, hobble out of there. Uh, we get into an Uber, which we realize like, I don't know, like 10 minutes into the Uber um, that we were in the wrong fucking Uber. <laughs> and the person's <laughs> like, hey, like, I can't take you back home. So she drops us off at some like random closed Burger King um, that is honestly kind of sketchy. <laughs> it's just the three of us. Just <laughs> yeah, we should have realized that before we drove 15 minutes in the opposite direction, but it took us a bit. Yeah. We were just um, still having deep talks. We were we were so close by that time, you know, Office and I. Yes. You're welcome um, for leaving you guys alone. Charlie's plan paid off. Yeah. You know, so we 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 were at this stage. So then, you know, we we finally get into the right Uber. Um we are going back to Charlie's house um you know because uh you know Gary had left a few things there. And then once we actually get to Charlie's house, you know, we realize, "Oh crap, like how are we going to get into Charlie's house? But then I was like, Gary, don't fret. I have a key to Charlie's house. Oh, so yes, you know, I'm walking up confidently up to his apartment. The best you of know, friends. I put the key, you know, I'm putting the key into the door. I'm starting it's to a open. Townhome. Not yeah, an apartment. Sorry. It's a uh, townhouse. Townhouse. Okay. So I'm opening the fucking door <laughs> and the door just like swings open. And I don't even know how this happens when my glasses fly off my face. And I'm just like stumbling trying to pick up my glasses. And, you know, Charlie's there. And I think we're all startled too that Charlie's there. We're like, how did you even get home? Like, and, and then I think um, Gary's wife just like run straight inside because she has to use the restroom. Yes. And so what I remember at this point is the ring doorbell. So the video doorbell, I was notifying me that there is a 
motion in my front door. I had gotten home at this time. When I opened up the door, because you were struggling with the key that you uh, have, uh, that's when your glasses went flying off. Apparently, I opened it with enough force that your glasses uh, flew by. <laughs> yes. Um, um, and then, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to describe what happened after that. I mean, after that, um, I, I don't uh, So I think, uh, you know, me and Gary are chatting it up with you. We're just like, oh, yeah, you know, this is what happened after you left. We're starting to talk. I think we're starting to try to walk inside your apartment, you know, just – you know, casually go back in and there. Charlie's but then I, trying to kind of keep us subtly from walking into it. Yeah, the, and, and I didn't pick up on it then. You know, you know, there was probably some awkward Town energy, house. but I didn't realize, you know, it was just like, you know, Charlie's probably like a kind of like, hey, maybe like don't come inside. But like, you know, I didn't, I didn't catch that until maybe I think I walked in a couple steps. Uh, and then I see um, a young lady in, in the corner uh, in his living room, uh, the same young lady uh, from the evening. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to ask. Thanks for clarifying. The same, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same no one problem. I had been dating, and yes, yes, yes. I was young lady. I was. Just, it was. It was a good two or three minutes that passed before we realized <laughs> that she was literally sitting right over there on the couch. And I'm just glad we didn't say anything bad about her or her friends. I mean, we didn't have anything bad to say about them, but it would have been awkward. Sure. That's all. Yeah. No, we didn't. Nothing bad to say. No, they were very nice. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and then, and then we quickly walk out of the fucking uh, town home, and here I just remember we were just laughing. We are laughing the way you guys are right now, just like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. Um, that could have been very awkward, and uh, yeah, that was uh, how Gary and I first met. You know what? That was. Yeah, that was the start of a wonderful friendship for you two, a wonderful podcast for us three, uh, a failed relationship for me. Um, <laughs> me, too. That, yeah. me too. Well, so what a way to to really be in, you know, my apologies for leaving you guys there. Uh, you know, I definitely uh, got you all to come out, got you all to... Um. <laughs> All I remember, so note, the last note on this is the reason why I feel like is an asshole is just one, we got this fucking table and it was not cheap. And I just remember getting a Venmo from fucking Gary, which I told him not to be involved with this because I was like, you know, you know, this is me and Charlie. We're in this. And you just had no business, you know, coming out to the wharf with us, meeting me for the first time <laughs> and spending hundreds of dollars. No, it was a great evening. time. I drank a bunch of Casamigos myself, so it was worth it. Well worth it. A, a memorable night. We're still talking about it now. That's right. Yes. You know what? I'm not sorry. I wasn't an asshole. Great things happened. It all happened for a reason. I manifested the podcast and us three hosts here. Let's go. I feel like Charlie was a little bit of an asshole. I don't think Nafis was an oh, asshole. I'll just go on great. the record saying that. I Thanks, agree. Gary. That's fair. All, all is well now. I apologize profusely. You all he, remember. He did. No, he did. We're right, good. He did. He did. I asked how I could make it up to everyone. And, uh, I, I don't yeah. think Charlie was that much of an asshole. I feel guilty as well. So I, yeah, I really just, can't. Just put a it little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, Charlie, uh, you want to hop into some of this uh, trending tech? Oh, I sure do. Oh, yeah. Not. This is a tech podcast, isn't it? It oh, is well, a tech podcast. Hit it, Charlie. You. <laughs> Well, one of, the, one of the things that happened this past week related to TikTok, which we've talked a lot about TikTok. There's been a lot of TikTok news. It continues to grow. But one of the data points that came out uh, this past week 
Uh, that's actually really interesting to me. I kind of found some of these number, numbers shocking, I, I guess, in terms of just how much it's being consumed on this platform. But as of June of 2021, TikTok users in the US watched an average of 24 hours of video per month. So that's the average user is spending an entire day every month watching TikTok videos. Uh, the reason why that's important is that's the first time that the average user for a video platform, and really we're comparing it to YouTube, uh, surpassed YouTube. So YouTube in that same time period, the average was 22 hours and 40 minutes. So essentially, TikTok is growing to the point where user engagement, user uh, video consumption is an entire day every month. And it's now the highest amount of video consumption on a platform. That's really crazy because aren't the TikTok videos like limited to a certain time frame? They, they, they were up to like three minutes or something, right? But before they were just a few seconds. Yeah. When you create a TikTok video, you can have it be up to 15. Like, well, it, it can be up to three minutes, but you can do like up to 15 seconds, 60 seconds in three minutes. Uh, but yeah, that was more recent with the three minutes being the max. But yeah. it's just there's so much content being consumed. The algorithm gets to know the users really well. It's everything. The way that they make this so consumable, it, people it, just love consuming this content. They don't feel like they're spending 24 hours in a month. They don't even realize it. They just go on yeah. their little bite-sized things and like things. It, it's crazy. So I, what I think is funny is like we one uh, the stat itself is wild um yeah. I, you know 24 hours is crazy i didn't even know if it's like the it was that much for youtube itself um but that we've been giving all of this like you know updates on different platforms especially tiktok uh, but tiktok i only actually just recently adopted into like my new social media like stack uh and i've been using it more often and i can see one why it's so addicting and then why it's also so good um you know, I like their algorithms, you know, basically picking up how long you're on a video, which ones you're liking, things that you're sharing to others. And then they really start curating things fast. Uh, I will say my feed is terrible right now. I think I've probably liked too many videos of like uh, girls dancing and stuff. And, and that's what it's being curated <laughs> for me. Um, so you can really dance. Uh, yeah, I need some of those in there. Um, and uh, I'm trying to uh, fix it. As that, Gary. Yeah, it's definitely nowhere near as wholesome as that. Um, I'm trying to fix that quickly. It's like TikTok gone wild. That's what you're looking at. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, point no, here. but this is this is shocking to me though because I just think of it, like there's more long videos on YouTube. Like I could watch like a you know like somebody you know with a recipe or something that they have. Like there's yeah. more useful content. I I think at least there I don't is. have a TikTok, so maybe I can be corrected on this. I do know that TikTok has taught a lot of people how to make little roses out of uh, meats for their charcuterie boards with like meats and cheeses. Uh, oh, so cool. that, is one, that is one use case uh, so, for TikTok. Yeah, TikTok has a ton of content on there. Very informative stuff. You can find really anything that you're looking for in a digestible manner. And you learn a lot very quickly and you can see how popular it, be it became. Uh, so the engagement on there is very easy to see as well. That's part of the reason why the average user is spending an entire day every month looking at that content. And a lot of people do find informative things in there and learn things all the time. People are sending TikToks to, to me all the time, even though I don't use TikTok as much, uh, even through text, because they just find so much good stuff on there. But I do think the important thing to mention with those data points 
is while TikTok has more of an average watch time per month now with their users, uh, YouTube still has three times the number of viewers every month. So YouTube mm. still reigns you know, supreme in terms of you know, a video consumption you know, website, right, or platform. However, when you're talking Definitely. about TikTok as an app, social media, that's where they've really excelled. Totally makes sense. Yeah, so I, I don't have a TikTok. I'm probably going to have to conform with everyone at some point. But I do know that the Not To Be Technical podcast is going to have a TikTok soon, isn't it? It is. Uh, that's another one of the things where uh, you send me uh, something. You're like, why we should do this. I think it'd be great if the podcast did this. Why uh, hell we, we've we been talking about TikTok for a while, but you are right, Gary. Uh, behind the scenes, things are moving. Things are grooving. More work for me. Nofis. That's my favorite thing to do is create more work for you. Yep. Nafis is claiming to help. Uh, haven't seen any help whatsoever yet. Uh, he just is looking at big booty on TikTok. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to uh, say respectable young ladies. Um, oh, my, my apologies. Um, engaging yeah. in uh, dance. Are the, girls interpretive dance. are the girls you're watching on TikTok thick with one C or two Cs? Um, usually two, but sometimes <laughs> it ranges to one or three. I just love Nafis's <laughs> ability to answer a ridiculous question with like such a serious response. A serious yet unsure response. <laughs> <laughs> That is his special. It's definitely two C's. Don't lie. Yeah, it's two C's for sure. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the algorithm. (laughs) Another algorithm you might see changing, this might be right up your speed, Gary. So, you know, we're fans of dark mode around here. Uh, Novice and I, at least. I'm pretty sure you use dark mode too, right, Gary? Yes, I do. Okay, very good. Otherwise, I'd kick you off immediately. Yes. You guys uh, are kind of a little bit crazy about that, though, like how judgy you are with people who don't use dark mode. I I will say I'm a dark mode Nazi. Um, Oh, I definitely am. I'm I'm a little I'm a little uh, intense with it. Nafis Ahmed, self-proclaimed Nazi. (laughs) Yeah, very good. That's the takeaway from the podcast today. But I'll have you know, some surveys actually have shown that dark mode is preferred by over 80 percent of users now. So how about that? Okay. That's, I mean, it's not surprising. Particular with LinkedIn, who have just released a dark mode on the professional social network that Gary likes. Uh, if loves you it. listen to our previous episode, just because he gets free Starbucks gift cards if he shares recruitment posts for his accounting firm. Uh, uh, if, I'm, blame him. if I'm also not mistaken, um, I think Gary also makes a bet. Uh, in which that he says that if he loses, uh, he will be posting uh, nudes of himself on this platform as well uh, for yeah, employers are- to see and share. So I only make really long shot bets for that. I'm probably going to get burned by it at some point, but it's only something that I really don't think yeah. is going to happen. I'll say if this happens, I will post a nude on LinkedIn. It, it, it's something that will never happen every time. Uh, but it's 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 one of uh, Gary's favorite things to threaten uh, or, or as a bad <laughs> option. Uh, what he does is just so ridiculous. In the future, if ridiculous things happen, you may be able to see that content on your feed if you're friends with Gary in dark mode. So that is new. <laughs> Dark mode is uh, it can be found through the settings. You what go a great through, plug for it. Yeah, you go through, you go to the settings, personalize. You look for display. You turn that bad boy on. One thing I think is interesting about dark mode, and this kind of comes from a digital marketing perspective. So, 
when you're thinking about Facebook, Instagram, uh, all these other platforms that have dark mode now and the user adoption is so high. And, and just again, what dark mode is, is it's changing everything from a light themed to a darker theme. It's usually easier on the eyes. A lot of people like the aesthetic more, especially when you're looking at screens. Uh, but for both of those reasons combined, it's became very popular. But when dark mode's turned on, uh, some of the content you're consuming might contrast like more than it should and then not look aesthetically pleasing. So if you're an advertiser on any of these platforms and you have something that really clashes with a dark mode of an application like Instagram or Facebook or now LinkedIn even... Uh, you may need to reconsider how your ads look or the creative that you post looks uh, in order for it to blend in you know, with dark mode even better. So this is something I've seen like advertising com- communities talk a little bit more about. I think it's very interesting. I don't know if it's at the point yet where you really have to adjust things, but yeah. when you're looking at it from a creative lens, it is interesting how these types of things people might not realize at the surface level are actually quite important. No, I think it's a big deal. I think it's kind of funny. Like it, it, this is more on a trivial uh, aspect, but um, you know, at work, Charlie, you know, you and my, you and I were discussing this because you know we, you know, we were switching out logos and different platforms, um, yeah. both like for email signatures and then things like you know within internal apps. Um, and when we were doing that, I was you know thinking with the mindset of hey, if we are using dark mode, we want to use the you know logo with a color palette that can match both ends very well. Uh, and then also the other thing is like, if you're you know using images and stuff, they have to have transparent backgrounds. If they don't and you have a white background or something, it's going to look terrible on dark mode. You're just going to yeah. see like a black, like a white square. So uh, it, it is interesting to see kind of how this adapts or like, you know, advertisers and just general like graphic designers adapt to dark mode on the internet. Yeah, and I think it's something that's going to be a little bit more standard. A lot of the operating systems as well, if you have dark mode turned on by default, you know, everything adjusts to it, applications, websites. So I, I think everything really needs to kind of have that in mind. And I'm sure eventually there'll be options in all of these platforms, websites, or, or software even to have a dark mode image, for example, or dark mode ad, and then a light mode ad and a light yeah. mode image. Yeah. Like things that, are more dynamic. It, it makes exactly. sense. Yeah, yeah it, it, that's the way things are trending there. Uh, but in, another trend that, that's coming up on a, another social media platform here is Twitter. So one thing I think is interesting with Facebook in particular. So Facebook groups were something I feel like that you know years ago like got really big, kind of died down, and then they came back. Like now, like Facebook, like, you know, while it's, it's kind of dying in some age ranges in terms of users going on there often, Facebook groups still continue to thrive. They push groups a lot. Twitter's been adopting a lot of things from other platforms that have been working well. And now they have Twitter communities, which is essentially their version of Facebook groups. So if you're invited to a Twitter community, you will be able to see tweets or, you know, an aggregation of tweets from this community uh, that other users cannot see unless they're invited there. So I definitely think it's something that Twitter is continuing to find things that work on other platforms, try to put it on that their platform, see if it works out better for them than fleets did, their failed stories uh, implementation. Uh, but I thought that was interesting that they're, they're kind of bringing that here. And I could see that actually working well, uh, potentially, uh, because there are a lot of people that probably use Twitter that would never use Facebook anymore. 
but they might like something like an exclusive group or maybe sharing tips or ideas or thoughts. Yeah, no, that totally, like that makes sense. Like I, I think I've said it in previous episodes. Like uh, I'm, I'm a fan of at least like the philosophy behind like Facebook groups. Like I've been in a few, um, you know, again, like you mentioned, like a few years ago, they were definitely super hot. They might have a resurgence. I, at least I don't know. Cause I'm not in any of them currently. But in the past, I was a big fan of Facebook groups. I would be in either startup-related ones or things about technology or design. Uh, and the people who are in it are you know, just really engaging and they're providing good content. So with Twitter, um, you know, I'm not a big Twitter user. But from what I've always seen is like Twitter tends to be on, or at least used to be, would be on the cutting edge of things. Um, and it's kind of like hot on what the news is and for you know a platform to have you know maybe an ex- exclusive uh, group for people to be in um, to also get this cutting edge news it, it kind of just fits the personality of what Twitter is I'm wondering why that would be like necessary for Twitter because when I think of Twitter versus Facebook like my my Twitter feed is already curated to like my interests you know I'm following people that are talking about things I'm interested in so it's basically, it sounds like it's just the exclusivity aspect of it that makes yeah. this desirable. But what, what is it that, that's better about that? Like what kind of content would be shared that would be kept exclusive so, versus like, you know, just out so in Gary, public? What, it's so kind I of being a first thing, mover. I, I think, so I actually think it, it's a little bit more simple than that. Where when you think of a Facebook group, like imagine, you know, there's local Facebook groups. Maybe it's like just like buying and selling stuff. Like they used to have like garage sale ones, or maybe it's like a group for your school or for your work. Like we have one for our work for like a certain project office. So imagine if like um, if you wanted to share something to that group uh, on Facebook, but there was no such thing as a group, you would be sharing it to all of your friends instead, Mm. or you would have to send a private message to each friend. Same thing goes for Twitter. Let's just say on Twitter, you're like, man, I really would like to let a few of my friends know about what's going on in my neighborhood. But like 99% of my Twitter followers would not give a shit what's going on in my neighborhood. Oh, but there's a Twitter group for my neighborhood. So that would be like one use case where it's it's not only Maybe like segmentation of yeah, like your no, own yeah. total sense. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you don't want to like flood your timeline with like random things that like are very specific to only a select group. <laughs> so if the group it works both ways with groups on Facebook and in Twitter. It, it with the new communities feature. Yeah, I guess I probably didn't like realize that because I don't like interact with people that much on Twitter. I kind of just follow a lot of big names yeah. and and just like. I'm a lurker mainly, yeah. but that does make total sense. You reply once in a while. You you have some cheeky replies here and there. I see you a little bit, a little bit, like yeah. once a, once a month maybe. If yeah. I'm feeling not cheeky. as much as anonymous listener number one. That dude be raging all the time. <laughs> he, he is. is <laughs> for, yeah, for me though, I'm just a lurker. I'm just a yeah. long time lurker. I'm a bit more of a lurker, except for the podcast page. I do be marketing on there. Nofis expressed interest in helping uh, with the Twitter marketing. I gave him a very detailed instruction on how to do this uh, maybe two weeks ago. I, From my knowledge, you've done absolutely nothing. Is that correct? <laughs> I haven't even opened the app since. Very good. Um, very good. Another, another thing on my back. I'm, I'm very good at Twitter, as you guys can yes. see. Yes, very good. Very supportive. Uh, when it comes to buying tables at the wharf, I'll, I'll do that in a second. Don't worry, I'm good at coordinating stuff the like that. Yeah, <laughs> a dollars later. Anyways, so uh, 
the office. So I, I think we should kind of get into the main topic, which I'm most excited about here, which is the Apple event that happened earlier today. It is very exciting. What I think is funny about the Apple event uh, is honestly the way they kicked it off. The first thing that kind of comes to mind is uh, a way of presenting things that I've learned from Charlie, which is called the shit sandwich. Uh, where um, you present, you know, something that is more meaningful in the front end. Um, you provide something maybe weaker or maybe negative in the middle, and then you kind of end it off with some heat, right? Apple did not do that. They kind of come in, at least in my opinion, kind of weak, and they start showing off, uh, or at least kind of talking about the service that they have, which is for you know, um, like uh, content streaming, which is Apple TV Plus. Um, I've used it maybe a little bit when I got an iPad and they gave me a year subscription and I barely ever touched it and was like, this is whatever. But uh, they jump out and talk about, you know, I think at this this TV show that is big, Ted Lasso, super exciting, uh, and talk about that they have uh, 35 prime time Emmy nominations. At least to me, that fell completely on deaf ears and I was waiting for real content to start. But like, Charlie, at least on your end, I know you watched yeah. it. Like, what did you think about any of this stuff? Yeah, so Apple did their standard thing. They got all these people in these landscapes singing about California. It's like this California song. They're all happy and, and you know, whatever. Then Tim Cook walks out, you know, seemingly from the <laughs> landscape of the music video. He's saying, we all love California, baby. Let's get into it. He's like, all right, it's Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. He's like, Ted Lasso. And everybody's like, Ted Lasso. Everyone loves Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Which is, yeah, season one, more nominations than any other comedy in the first season. Wait, so, so have you watched Ted Lasso, Charlie, or you've only watched the Apple I've event? Seen, I've seen like six episodes of Ted Lasso when I also had that free thing. It's a, it's an okay show, okay comedy. It's good fine. It's, it's essentially Jason Sudeikis or whatever. He's an American football coach. Uh, some uh, ex-wife of a football club in England, a soccer club, um, to get back at the head coach who she was dating and then divorced, or the owner, I, I don't know, hires this American football coach who knows nothing about soccer and is just a complete joke uh, to lead the team as the new manager. Uh, so that's the premise of it. It's not a bad premise. It's you a know fine show. Yeah, you, Wonderful you synopsis. Yeah, I was sitting here at the beginning of this clicking like on YouTube, like the 10 second, yeah. like fast forward button yeah. until I'm like getting yeah. to like some actual content, yeah. um, uh, which we'll dive into here. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I really wish I wasn't talking about Ted Lasso so much. <laughs> Ted Lasso, I'm sure it's a great show. I didn't get to do it. It's fine. Jason did a great job. A bunch of good, good for you, my man. Shows rolling, good for Apple, but like that's how Tim Cook comes out. It's like just Ted Lasso. We got more content coming. I'm like, shut up, my man. Let's get yeah. to the real. I just remember here. like it, it, like the it started up, and there was like a lot of music, and I was like doing other stuff at the same time, and then I look over, I'm like, what is all this shit? I'm trying to like actually like get real info, but <laughs> yeah. um, to dive into the next part, um, you know, Apple released um, you know two uh, new versions of their iPad lines. So before I oh, jump yeah. into uh, which ones they are, um, the way Apple kind of like presents their iPad line currently is they have like four models. Um, so they have the iPad Pros, uh, which Charlie and I are big fans of. And then they have their um, iPad Airs. Then they have their standard iPad, which is like their entry level. And then an iPad Mini. 
So the ones that they updated were the latter two, which is the entry-level iPad as well as the iPad mini. So overall, in, in general Apple likeness, they update things like their processor. They've got this new A13 Bionic chip in the uh, iPad entry-level one. Honestly, it, it's hard to really understand what any of this stuff means, but thankfully, it's all sequentially kind of ordered. So when you go on their website, you can kind of see that which one has the Ion, you know, A uh, the A13 versus the A14 and the A15, and you can kind of get Wait, an idea. What is that? What are the A13s and 14s? I, I got right. you, Noff. I, I got you. So, Noff is scary. This, this is how you summarize it the new A13 Bionic chips in these base level uh, iPads, Gary, they are faster, baby. 20% faster. So they got neural processing. The, the GPU, the CPU, the who the cares you, it doesn't Ooh. matter. It's all faster. It's just faster. It's faster. <laughs> it's really Are they going to intentionally <laughs> slow down their old devices now? Wasn't that a thing before? Yeah, is that just a conspiracy theory? No, no, it was actually I think proven it's, to be true, and they got it, caught with it. But. It's blown up though. It's yeah. definitely it's okay. like sensationalized. Yeah. Because you know the most yeah. exciting thing about all this Apple news for me is that it means I can get some reasonably priced hand-me-down Apple devices from Charlie oh. that he doesn't need anymore. Oh yeah, we'll get on some of those, and I might start trying to sell you on a couple things in a moment. So here, yeah, but, uh, there, there might be something uh, yeah. down the line here, Gary. So uh, the iPad, um, you know, so again, like Charlie said, it's going to be faster, right? Everything's going to be quicker. It's going to be snappier, um, just like an app iPad likeness. Yeah. Um, they've got a better camera. Um, and they're using some of the software that the iPad Pro could use, like with their FaceTime stuff, like the center stage stuff. So you look good on camera, which is great. Honestly, that's the, yeah. I think the stuff people want with their iPad. They want it to be quick, responsive, and, you know, to be able to communicate. Yeah. And the the cameras. Least, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah. And I think you were about to say with the camera um, that they've made good improvements there, which is which I think is a yeah. big deal, uh, especially for this entry level iPad. Uh, I think a lot of people when when they think of iPad, it's a casual device. And that's really what it is. And for an entry level model at like 329, uh, I think what they're doing there is smart. Uh, it makes it a very approachable for, um, you know, people who are just looking to, you know, get a device to browse the internet, among other things. It's something that I'd like, I think is very easy for me to pick up and give to my mother uh, to replace a very old laptop of hers that she would be essentially doing the same thing on. Yeah. Um, the next one I think is actually a much bigger iteration. It's for the iPad mini. Um, so one, w the first thing they did is the iPad minis around the same size. Um, but what they did is they gave it uh, more of a, like a iPad pro, uh, touch up. So now it's more of like the bezels on the edges have been extended to the ends. So there's more screen real estate overall. I think it's about like 8.3 inches. Um, and then, you know, they increase the brightness, they increase the speed. Uh, oh, and they also add USB-C. So with the entry-level iPad, they're still on the lightning port. I think that's so dumb. Like, there's just like no reason to do that, but whatever. That's just it is what it is. But with the iPad mini, they've got the USB-C, which they're you know pushing that it's 10 times faster uh, with data transfers and charging or whatever. Like, cool. We all get it. If you have any USB-C devices, you get how it works. Like data yeah, moves faster. For anyone that doesn't doesn't know what USB-C is, uh, it is a much faster version of USB, but it's not compatible with like the USB, like the, the standard square rectangle kind of input. So a lot of new computers, laptops, devices, et cetera, are utilizing yeah. this. So just, just to clarify that. Thank you, Charlie. Um, 
and and another thing with the iPad mini, which I actually really like, um, is they still have touch ID, um, but they integrated touch ID instead of it being like a button, like all the other Apple devices had in the past, um, in in the, in the power button, uh, essentially. Uh, and I actually like that a lot, uh, for this device, you know, if they don't have face ID and especially in an age where you still kind of have to wear a mask, uh, from time to time, like, yeah, like having that option is pretty useful. So you don't always have to like type in your own code. Um, and that's, pers- and that's what you use to do like the fingerprint reading to like unlock your phone, uh, yeah. essentially with touch ID. Thank you for clarifying again there, my man. Um, <laughs> um, and, and, and before I move on, I don't want to understate some of the improvements that have been made on the iPad mini. It hasn't been touched in a while. So like they're uh, pushing out that they're saying that there's like a 40% increase in CPU power, 80% in graphics, uh, and then a 200% in uh, their neural engines, uh, which, you know, I didn't really understand what that meant. So I looked into it a little bit more and essentially it's for um, machine learning. So any kind of um, apps that are that you're using to maybe like, let's say you're using the iPad to scan text in front of you using like the photos app to really read it and translate it for you, that those computations are done significantly faster. And with this model, it's like twice as fast. So I think the iPad mini has gotten on honestly awesome updates. You know, uh, it, I've had an iPad mini, I think the first generation when it came out, uh, I've always been a, a fan of that line. Uh, I could see myself getting one of those at one time, but you know, right now with an iPad pro, it makes no sense for me. Uh, but I think it's a good line. Um, yeah. What do you think about it, Charlie? So the iPad mini, I, I think what a lot of people like about it is obviously in the name, it's a smaller screen size. And what they've done with kind of the bevels around it now, it doesn't feel super small. And with the amount of power in there, the USB-C, it's an excellent upgrade. I, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards it uh, that don't really need more of a powerhouse type of thing. You know, Novice and I almost use our iPad Pros as laptop replacements. Uh, so it's... The iPad mini, while it probably could do that now, like power wise, the screen size, I still feel like it's going to limit it a little bit to just kind of a little bit more recreational, although being able to handle a lot of the workload of something more powerful. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you put it well there, Charlie. There's no way you can look at this device and think of it as any way yeah. of a, a laptop replacement. Even um, the iPad pros that we have. Yeah. Uh, I think w- with the size that it's at, it's always hard for me to really consider it being a, a replacement for a laptop. And it's like an 11 inch yeah. model, uh, maybe yeah. the larger versions, perhaps. But, um, you know, it. I think it's like great for people on the go. Um, and yeah. like if you like to read, uh, I think it's a great plat, like a great device or, you know, just again, general browsing, just little stuff. Um, it's not bad. Um, the entry price point here is like four ninety nine. Uh, and then also they have models where they have now brought 5G to this. Um, yeah. So exciting technology. I'm actually, I think it, I think they've done a good job with this um, yeah. refresh on the iPad mini line. And I think a lot of people are going to like it. Yeah, I, I saw on, on social media, it seemed like a lot of people really were happy with the iPad mini updates uh, so far. And like Nafis said, that's going to be $499 starting for like the base model of the iPad mini. The base model of the regular iPad, which has been much improved as well. Uh, is still 329 which is what the price was for the previous iteration. So pretty uh, affordable in the scheme of Apple products and tablets in terms of getting into a, a nice iPad with a really good the A13 Bionic chip. So I think that's great. They kept it affordable there. Uh, the next one, though, I'm really excited about. Oh, Gary, yeah. Let's, 
Listen up, my man. These features are kind of relevant to you. Oh, baby. Not I'm really excited. because the Apple Watch Series 7 was announced. So I am the proud owner Fuck of me. Series 6. I love the Apple Watch. Uh, but the Apple Watch Series 7, just going through some of the updates here, there's actually 20% more screen area than the 6. Uh, and there's over oh, 50%. Yeah, and over 50% more screen area than the Apple Watch 3. And the reason why the three is brought up, the three, it's interesting what they've done. The three is always an option to kind of buy even today, almost like a a base level Apple Watch. And they have like one other one and then they have like the new one they're selling, which is like the Series 7. So now, uh, you know, the Apple Watch 3, it's a 50% improvement since that iteration. The screen is 70% brighter. Uh, and the thing that is really going to be better for me uh, specifically is the durability. So there's going to be crack resistance, dust proof resistance, the waterproof thing is still good. But yeah. the way that they've created this new glass, and I forget what it is, but there's some type of uh, certification that they've achieved here. And it's the, the glass on there, you know, while it's not a screen protector, so to speak, it is super strong. Uh, and yeah. so it really does have crack resistance, scratch resistance, and dust proof resistance that wasn't there before. Yeah, and I think the biggest part of that is the like, so one. I don't even know what dust resistance is, but it's got a rating for it, and I don't know exactly yeah. what it is off the top of its head, but it's never had that before. Um, the crack resistance that's great, and then honestly, I've had the I've had the three and the six, um, and it's been great. You know, and I feel like I'm a clumsy ass person and I'd be, you know, knocking my wrist into things. And surprisingly, I haven't cracked any of these watches. I have a couple of scratches that are somewhat superficial, but like they're doing a good job. So just to hear that they're consistently working on just the durability of it uh, is great to hear. Yeah. So part of the reason why the screen area is 20 percent larger on the Apple Series 7 than the 6. And it was already pretty large to begin with. So that's a huge number. Uh is because they actually have it kind of on the edges of the watch now, almost curved down, and it's part of the screen. So it does a few things. One, it makes it easier to kind of see from a side profile. Like let's say your arm is kind of maybe under a desk, you know, to your side, and you want to quickly check a notification of the time. The the sides of the glass, which is raised on the watch, are part of the screen now. So that helps with that 20%. It's not the full reason why it's 20% larger, but it certainly helps creates a cool looking effect that I like a lot. I like having the larger screen on there. They also have changed a lot of their um, UX in there to actually have like the buttons actually be, um, you know, larger fit this larger screen for a lot of their applications. When they were showing it, like it doesn't seem like a lot like, Oh wow, our buttons fit a little bit larger now, but when you're doing stuff quickly, that actually will be a huge help. So yeah, I like that you said that, like when I was watching the presentation, I was like, visually as they were showing it it didn't seem yeah very apparent and especially because they didn't do any kind of side-by-side comparisons but um the way you described it i feel like makes a lot of sense especially sort of more of the like device peripheral edges and being able to see things on the side uh, but i think the biggest thing that stood out to me is when they were showing uh, text messages and they were yeah. showing that it could fit maybe like 50 percent more of a text in there or something uh, and the ability yeah. to fit like a keyboard to actually type on the oh, watch yeah you can actually type with a full keyboard on this watch which is crazy yeah for anyone who doesn't have a watch right now like to 
type if you want to do that. You have to, you basically get this canvas to like write with yeah. your finger. Uh, not very efficient. I've used it a couple times. Yeah. I think most people are probably using like the voice or like the yeah. you know the voice memo kind of option where you can you know have it go from voice to text. Yeah, they also have like the swipe key method with the new one too, where you can kind of swipe from letter to letter, like on your watch. There's a lot of cool features coming with it with the extra space that they're going to be utilizing. So we talked about the iPads. Those are going to be available starting next week. So the watch though, while they've been announced, we know the features and everything, those will be available starting uh, this fall is what they said. So probably within a couple months. Uh, The Apple Watch... Three, for example, which is like their baseline model, that's going to be one ninety nine. Still, the Apple Watch SE, which is kind of their mid range one, that's still going to be two seventy nine. These new Series Sevens, these start at three ninety nine. So that'll be the pricing model here. Exact release date not known, other than being this fall. Uh, you know, we we don't have that much of fall left in the grand scheme of things. Winter's coming soon, so it should be pretty soon. But I'm really excited for this. Gary, if you want a Series 6 that just has a couple of small scratches on it, nothing too bad, works very quick. Uh, I, I use it all the time. You know, we, we can kind of get a little arrangement here. You know, maybe we uh, see if you're interested in that, a little I, upgrade. Yeah, I definitely might be in the market for that. But, um, you know, I, I would expect six? you to... I thought you had a 5. Me? Are you always upgrading? Yeah, you. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I am. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> Shit, I, didn't, I didn't realize is, that. Five is the SE, right? There's not something called a five, or I don't, I don't even know. I'm yeah, not sure. there is. It's interesting. So, it, um, oh, was the five the forgotten one? Like they had like one that like they like barely had out, and then they just like completely mixed exactly. It yeah. yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah. So, um, Gary, so what they'll do with their lines is like they'll always have consistent iterations, but they'll have a few of them that are kind of like a part of their. Um, I don't, I don't know how to like their, like their general lineup, you know? So it's like, um, after a certain amount of time, a, a certain model will not be a part of the lineup. It'll just kind of be forgotten in a sense, you know, you might be able to purchase it through like a third party carrier. Like, let's say if it's an iPhone, you can get it from like, you know, Sprint or T-Mobile, they might have a deal for this version, but they're not selling it on their store anymore. Right, right, um, right. So um, another thing, you know, I don't want to jump into this too deep, but honestly, I thought it was a worthwhile mention is after like the Apple watches, they started discussing more of their service offerings. Uh, and, and this is where I've seen like Apple pivoting a, a lot of their uh, focus towards is just services and, um, you know, wearables, things of that nature. So um, with the Apple watch, it's very targeted towards fitness. Uh, and they have this service called Fitness Plus, uh, which honestly, I thought was is pretty solid. Um, it's not a service that I'm necessarily interested in, uh, nor would I pay for maybe if it's part of like their Apple, like service bundles, if I was into that. But, um, one I think is cool is they have, um, some, some new additions to it. They have these guided meditations. Um, they have group workouts that you can do with friends. So like, uh, with the new iOS that's coming out, there's like share play and you can essentially, you know, watch a workout video with multiple friends and have your watches all kind of sort of synced up and being able to see your stats on the screen and do a workout together. I don't think we would do that personally. Maybe I think like maybe if it was still quarantine or COVID, that would be something interesting. But I think we're now kind of more of like, hey, let's actually hang out and work out together. Well, Novice, I'll have you know that COVID is still a thing. It's still happening. 
um, very much so in the world. Uh, I just want to clarify that. Uh, fair enough. Uh, and quarantine still needs to occur, especially if you have contracted COVID uh, for about 10 days to two weeks or until symptoms subside. You know, not sure if you've heard about that. But when it comes to Apple Health, uh, you guys are such assholes, man. (laughs) I mean, when it comes to Apple Health, uh, I agree with you. I think this is it. First off, it looks really cool. Like the Fitness Plus uh, features that they have here, the Fitness Plus subscription. Like it would be awesome like, if like if we're doing these these classes together, you have like your Apple Watch stuff up there. FaceTime's integrated too. So like you could be at your house, like we see each other, we could talk to each other. Like, sounds awesome, right? Yeah. However, like no one's getting fitness plus that I know, dude. Like, yeah, right. I mean, like, like maybe a few select people, but like no one's doing that. Like I think like they probably have like a decent user base sure whatever i don't have any data i don't need the data i just i can't imagine anyone i know ever doing this unless it's a trial i think they just it's it's strange like um it, it reminds me of your peloton right like where you have this full device um, that actually gives you a workout but then they also have all these other service offerings right where it's like yeah. they have um you know, you can have stretching classes and guided meditation yeah. and all this other stuff. It looks like Apple's building that stuff out. Maybe they'll come out with something more than just a fitness wearable, right? Because the watch is really just more to track calories and all these other things. And then also what's funny um, that we we discussed in the previous episode uh, is, you know, some functionality that we thought might be introduced uh, with this watch, which is like blood pressure, uh, checking or body temperature, but I don't think any of that was actually like released with this model. Um, it's more of just sort of this aesthetic. And, and in in our previous episode, we discussed uh, a few different features that we thought might be added to this version of the watch, like a, a EKG or um, like a blood pressure monitor, just things that we you know that were being speculated in like you know temperature gauging, but uh, those don't seem to be actually added to this model. It's more of just like the screen and um, it being brighter, it being more um, durable in general, and then again with uh, additions to this Fitness Plus, which they're trying to add to this wearable. Um, and then really, you know, next up on the lineup is the iPhone, which I would say I'm the most excited about. So we've got the iPhone 13. Uh, what I think is funny is there are some people on the internet speculating whether you know Apple might skip over uh, 13 as the numbering convention because 13 might be an unlucky number. Uh, I think that's kind of strange and superstitious, but 13 is out. Um, they have 13, the 13 mini, the 13 pro... Uh, and then I think the 13 Pro Max. Um, which, I think you got it. Yep, that's yeah. it. The, the naming convention is a lot. Overall, um, general things that are the most notable. Um, one is going to be A15 Bionic chip. Um, much faster on the, the standard iPhone. It's got six cores. Uh, there's you know two for high processing, four for efficiency, um, better battery life, um, this new super retina display, much brighter, almost 30%, um, and and overall just general, better working phone. Um, I think one of the the, the bigger things that I also announced is um, with the the iPhone is this uh, new dual lens camera. And one of the things that we're showing off is this ability to do a rack focus in this cinematic mode. Um, so I'm familiar with the rack focus from just taking film classes. So I don't know how it's actually going to work on the device, but I thought it was really cool. Like, 
when you would have an actual camera, you would change the focus on a lens by like changing, um, like almost like turning a knob and showing that there's something that's, you know, in focus in the foreground and then being blurry uh, in the background and then changing that focus. With typical Apple devices, it's probably going to be very seamless to be able to do this. I'm really interested to see uh, how easy it is when we actually have it in hand. And then aside from that, you know, they've got essentially same iterations with the other models. Personally, on my end, I'm, I have the iPhone 10. Uh, I think once they hit the like 10 lineup and above, uh, the devices have been on point. You know, I remember spending a thousand dollars and thinking it was ridiculous. Uh, but my device has lasted upwards of three to four years now. And, and the reason why I really want to upgrade at this point is my batteries honestly just starting to drain out like all the time. And I have like a fast charging. Uh, adapter that's supposed to charge it within 30 minutes, but then within a few hours, it's already back to like being at 10%. And Charlie knows this too well. He's always telling me, why the hell is your phone always dying? So uh, I'm in the market to probably buy one of these new ones. Um, but do either of you guys have any interest in buying this new iPhone? And Gary, does it sound like you're going to get a new upgrade here? I usually go by my service carrier for when I'm like eligible for like a free upgrade. So uh, I still am on the 10 right now. <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, my next upgrade, I think, would be coming up like next year. I haven't really had any issues with my phone aside from a little bit of battery degradation, like um, you're, yeah. you're saying. But um, probably I, w- I would not, you know, I'm, I'm usually like one generation behind of like the new, new thing, just because I don't think I geek out on this stuff as much as you guys do. You know, I'm the non-tech person here. So I'm probably going to upgrade, I guess, to from the 10 to the 12, right? Um, that's the next one up. So maybe next year, something like that. But I don't think I'm going to go. Uh, I see. I see what you're saying. One. Or if I uh, get the 13, you can get the 12 Pro Max. That yeah, I, have. I was kind of just subtly hinting at it, but you know, it doesn't have to be your phone. You know, if it's yeah, all I'm saying is if there, if there's cracks, if there's like any the, listeners out there that are well, upgrading, yeah. you know, yeah, if if there's cracks on your phone like there are on your watch, then I'll expect that to decrease the price a little bit. Just saying. Uh, understood. Uh, I will say though, uh, with the iPhone 13, I think the battery life increase is huge. Like that's one of the yeah. things they're touting from the 12 to the 13. It's it's a, actually a huge increase. Uh, but the screen itself, not even just on the Pro Max or the Pro, uh, is really nice. Uh, it has an HDR display. There's support for Dolby Vision as well, which I don't think has been on the iPhones before. Uh, so extremely good quality it, maybe it was on some of the iphones before but not the base level like this with the 13 yeah. um the cameras have been upgraded too so the pro max I, originally there was a lot of memes out there when the first iterations of the pro max came out you had the three camera lenses and you know all, all the jokes with that but the 13 which just has the two lenses which are now diagonal from one another they've been much improved like the, apparently it's night and day difference, just what you're able to do with these cameras, the types of videos that can be shot, the quality of it. Uh, and when you're talking about the Pro Max versions of these phones as well, you know, they, they were really touting just like how it's really cinema quality, what you can shoot there. Like they had like 
directors coming in and like shooting like what looked like movie reels like with an yeah. iPhone. Like, that was part of the presentation. That's more theatrics, sure, but it does speak to what you are able to do with the phone now. And I think it is accurate. Charlie, I'm glad you doubled back to that because that reminded me of uh, one of the things that really stood out for me, especially with like the base model when they were showing photos, um, is they were showing photos in very dark settings and showing how well they actually are picked up by the new lenses. Um, which, you know, with cameras in general, it's always tough if you're in a dark environment, like you can't pick up what you see with your actual eye and what they're doing. It it looks nuts. Um, so I'm pretty excited. Um, it doesn't seem like either of you guys are going to be upgrading anytime soon. So whenever my new phone comes out, we'll be able to play around with some of these new features. So we can, we can play around with Charlie's Tesla. He's got the upgraded car. (laughs) You'll have the upgraded phone. So we can both check that out. And then I guess I have to get an upgraded something. I don't know if there's anything out there. You guys already have uh, all the gadgets, it seems like. Uh, you can get a new printer, the top of the line okay. printer. <laughs> printer, <laughs> printer, scanner yeah. combo. I'll really uh, I'll get yeah. a lot of use out of that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe like a printer, so. scanner combo. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be thrilling. But with that too, Novice, I'm not sure if you mentioned this. Uh, uh, September 24th, that Friday. That's the on-sale date for the new iPhone 13. So that has been announced. Oh, I did so, not. Thank you for chiming in. You got it, my man. And and lastly, um, to kind of wrap all of this up together, um, you know, we discussed this in an episode, uh, you know, very long ago about iOS 15 and some of the updates that are coming out. Um, the launch date has now been unveiled, which is going to be September 20th. Um, which is not too far away. And it's going to be great for when all these new devices are out and, you know, in people's hands, um, they'll be on the latest iOS to be able to make use of essentially the hardware with the new software. Yeah. And if you are interested in in learning like what those new iOS 15 features are, we did go over that in episode two. That was our first episode that had Gary on it, but it was also when they first announced all those software updates that will now be coming out this month. So we did have that discussed there. It was a while back. Same type of content that'll be here. Holy crap. That was episode two. That was so long ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, it was only like two and a half months ago or something like that. I mean, it's, yeah. Wow. That's wild. That's a blast from the past right there. That's right. Throwback episode, but still relevant, baby. Hell yeah. Well, if you've been a longtime listener, then you know the drill. But for all of our new folks out there, Please check us out on Instagram at not to be technical, Twitter at not to be tech. Uh, feel free to give us a review on Apple Podcasts and give us a follow on Spotify so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. And stay tuned for episode 15 in the next week. Yeah.